Welcome to What's Happening MoCo, a podcast from your award-winning government television station, County Cable Montgomery. And now, here's your host, Derek Kinney. Good day and welcome to What's Happening MoCo. I'm your host, Derek Kinney. And today we have a special treat. We're talking to Larissa Johnson. She is the manager for resident energy for the Department of Environmental Protection. And she's going to share the top 10 energy saving tips for you and your family this summer. So let's go ahead and welcome her. Larissa, welcome to the program. How are you today? Hi, how are you? I am fantastic. I'm fantastic as always. That's my favorite word, fantastic. (laughs) I love to say it, it makes me feel good. How does it make you feel? It makes me feel fantastic. All right. And you know what makes me feel? It makes me feel like learning something new. And I think today we're going to teach some residents something new, some tips, because everyone's spending so much more time at home this year. So much more time. Yeah. More, so much more time using devices, electronic devices, Skype, Zoom, uh, Teams, all of those things are being used all the while. Netflix and all those other things are going. So people are thinking now, how do we save a little bit of cash when it comes to our energy bills? And you're going to help us. And let's let's start. We're going to if we can start with the top ten. Is it okay if I just play my air horn for each one? Let's do. Sure, I love it. All right, air horn was in the full effect. All right. So let's start off with number ten. Well, before we start off with number ten, I just want to remind people that because we're home a lot more, the average household already is spending about nineteen hundred dollars a year on their utility bills. That's just for electricity in your home. So these top ten examples are going to be ways that you can help lower your utility costs. Now they are just recommendations. You can take them or leave them, but these are what we are suggesting you do at this time. So number ten, Derek, are you ready? I am ready. Number 10 is up. Up. Check your thermostat. All right. So as we get into the warmer season, I know this is going to be so hard for you to do, but the closer your thermostat is to the temperature outside, the more money you're going to be saving. So the recommendation is to keep your thermostat at 78 degrees in the summer. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, that's too warm. That's not comfortable. I get it. So it's just a recommendation. But the reason why we tell you that is because for every degree, you lower your thermostat this summer. So if you like your house at 72 degrees, you are looking at a six degree difference between the recommendation and what you keep it at six times three. So that's an 18% increase in your utility bill. So that's why in the summer, you may see a spike in your utility bill cost because you have your air conditioning on or you don't have your thermostat set. This is a fun little thing that I have. It is a magnet and I just put this on my refrigerator and it tells me what temperature my house is set at. So that's just a little tool that I use. Or if you have a programmable thermostat, that's an easy way for you to see what temperature your house is set at and your thermostat is set at. So that's what we would recommend. And the cool thing is right now you can get a programmable thermostat and there are rebates available up to $100. So check out, check that out. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Let me introduce it. Um, Number nine, nine, nine. All right. Number nine is to use energy during non-peak hours. Now, right now, we're all home a lot. So these non-peak hours may not make a difference, but I just want you to know that energy costs 
different amounts at different times of the day, depending on how many people are using energy at that time. So right now, during the spring hours, it's 6 to 9.30. In, in PEPCO service territory, but that will change in the summer. So all you have to do is go to PEPCO or BGE or Potomac Edison, go to their website, type in peak energy hours, and you can see when those hours are. During those hours, your energy costs more. So they suggest not running your dishwasher, not washing your clothes during that time. That's all that means. And it's just nice to be aware of that because we are home a lot more right now. So just be aware that energy costs different amounts at different times. That's how that works. All right. Number eight. All right. Number eight. If you have a house and you have a hot water heater, we want to make sure that you are setting that temperature at 120 degrees. And the reason why is because you are paying for water and then you're paying, paying to heat your water. So you want to make sure that you are keeping it at a reasonable temperature, one, so you don't burn your skin, and two, because at 120 degrees, it's going to be running more efficiently. So you're not wasting energy. So if you have the option, you can do that. The, Amazing thing is that Derek and I had produced something called Home Energy Hacks. And so we actually tell you how you can change the temperature on your water heater. It's not very difficult. I do know that some have A, B, C, and we talk about that all in the Home Energy Hacks. So all you do is Google Home Energy Hacks and water heater, and you can find out more information about that as well. So 120 degrees water heaters. All right. Number seven. Seven. Lucky number seven. Favorite one, and I know I'm gonna get some kickback here. Oh man, the five minute shower. And so, what we have are shower timers. Yes, that's real sand in there, and it's really five minutes long. And I use this every single time I take a shower. Now, I know what you're thinking, Larissa, that's the time I get to like meditate, and I just like having the water hit the back of my head, and I love it. And don't make me do less than 10 minutes. That's okay. This is a recommendation. It's for you to be aware of how much water you're, you're using. So if you take 10 minutes, guess what? When the sand runs out, flip it back over. Then you know you've only been in there for 10 minutes and not 20 minutes or 25 minutes. Again, we're paying for water and we have to pay to heat that water. That's a double whammy. So any little tool that you can have to help you lower the time that you're spending in the shower is beneficial to you and to your pocketbook. So it's a recommendation. Uh, if you would like one of these shower timers, you can always contact me. And Derek, I know, is going to show my email address. It's energy at MontgomeryCountyMD.gov. So you could request one of these and I can mail this to you. Who doesn't love mail? I love mail. So I can mail this to you. That's number seven, my favorite. Number six. Number six. All right, y'all. Number six is wash your clothes in cold water. Now, I know some folks that are watching this are probably like, no, I need hot water because the hot water activates the soap. That is not true anymore. Now, all soaps are activated with cold water as well. And so again, if you've noticed this theme for the last two, we're talking about the fact that we pay for water and we pay to heat water. So anytime you can take one of those out, then that's a benefit for you. So if you're not paying to heat the water, so you're washing your clothes in cold water, that's a benefit for you. So wash your clothes in cold water, they'll still be clean. Make sure you use soap and you're good to go. 
Number five. Yes, number five. Oh, this one's perfect for this time of year. It's to dry your clothes naturally. What does that mean? That means use hangers, right? So you can go put a clothesline in your backyard. I have good news for you. Since 2010, Governor O'Malley signed a bill that made Maryland a right to dry state. I know it's silly, but a lot of states at the time weren't you weren't able to put up a clothes dryer, a clothes hanger in your backyard, especially if you lived in a condo or an apartment building. But we are a right to dry state. So no matter where you live, what type of dwelling it is, apartment, condo, townhouse, single family home, duplex, wherever you live, you can put up a clothesline. So let's dry our clothes naturally this summer. It's it'll save you a lot of money. Dryers are energy hogs. So let's let's dry our clothes naturally. Number four. Number four, 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 four. And guess what? There are four light bulbs in this box. So these are LED light bulbs, my favorite type of light bulbs. So these light bulbs, the reason why they come in packs of four is because we used to do light bulb exchanges in person. Those have been put on hiatus for right now, but we recommend that you switch to LED light bulbs. LED light bulbs, LED stands for light emitting diode. These light bulbs are the most energy efficient light bulb in the, on the market right now. They are plastic, so they're not going to break and they last a very long time. The beautiful thing about your light bulbs is that they now include lighting facts. So you can find out what color your light bulb is. So maybe you like daylight. You just want to make sure that this is way over there on the cool setting. So many things. LEDs are going to cost you a lot less money for a for a standard house, two-bedroom home, right? With incandescent light bulbs, you're spending about $400 a year just in lighting if you have incandescent light bulbs. When you switch to LED light bulbs, that two-bedroom home goes down to $40 a year for lighting. So that's a big saving. Switch to LEDs. That's number four. Number three. Oh, number three, number three, number three. All right, y'all. Most of you probably don't have one of these. This is a refrigerator thermometer. This is important because in order for our refrigerators to be running as efficiently as possible, we want to make sure that it's at the right temperature. Now, unless you have a fancy schmancy Energy Star refrigerator, then you probably have no idea what temperature your refrigerator is set at. So this is going to help you. You can't see it very much right now, but right there, there's a blue line that says refrigerator. That's because we want our refrigerators set between 35 and 40 degrees, 35 to 40 degrees. When our refrigerator is set at that temperature, it is running optimally. It is running efficiently. If it drops below 35 degrees, you're on your way to having a refrigerator freezer. You don't want to freeze your grapes. And then if you have it above 40 degrees, you could be spoiling your meats, your eggs, your cheese. You don't want to do that. So 35 to 40 degrees, you want to make sure it's in between that temperature. Now, you're probably like, well, where do I get one of these? Ooh, this is another one of those items I'm happy to mail to you because it comes in this nice box and it's nice and flat. So all you have to do is email me, energy at MontgomeryCountyMD.gov, and I'll be happy to mail this to you. It's a fun one. It's nice to know what temperature your refrigerator is set at. That's number three. Number two. Number two. 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 Oh, number two. All right. 
you may see right here too this will remind you unplug things right so this is our plug this is a standard plug essentially and this is this is accounting for five to ten percent of the money that you're spending in your house every month it goes to things that are plugged in that don't need to be plugged in so i want you to think is your coffee maker still plugged in even though your coffee is sitting right next to you as i'm telling you this probably is oh man what about your microwave is your microwave plugged in Probably. And the reason why a lot of us keep our microwaves plugged in is because they tell us the time. But in reality, we're only using our microwave like three minutes a day max. Like, I mean, unless you're cooking a potato, but you're not using your microwave that much, but your microwave is zapping a lot of energy. And that over time costs money. That costs you money. And then if we multiply that times how many residents there are in Montgomery County, that's a lot of money. That's also a lot of energy that we're using for no reason. So this right here is what we call a power switch. This is a power switch. This is basically a one item power strip. So this is what I use for my toaster oven. I plug this in, I plug my toaster oven right here, and then you'll see there's a, just like a light switch. So when I'm done with my toaster, toaster oven, I just turn it off just like a light switch. And now no energy is being drawn to that item. So it just stops it, it's a circuit, just stops it right here. So this is a good item to use. Also power strips, you wanna make sure you always have your computer, your uh, TV plugged into a power strip. When you have a power strip, make sure it has that UL, this nice gold label, because this is going to say that it's going to be fireproof for the most part and that it's been tested so that you don't have any accidents in your home. But you want to make sure you're unplugging things, your cell phone charger when you're done with it, all of those things, unplug them if you're not using them. And that's why I like using this because you don't have to bend over and unplug anything. You just turn it off just like the light switch. So that's a good one to have. Number one, 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 one. Oh, it's our website, of course. I want you to visit MontgomeryEnergyConnection.org because that is where we have information about everything energy related in the county. Now, a lot of these programs are available whether or not you live in Montgomery County, just so you know. So if you have friends that live in Baltimore County or in Prince George's County or Hartford County, they can use this information as well. This website is pretty helpful for anyone that has energy questions, but we do tailor a lot of the things to Montgomery County. So one of the best aspects of this website is our program finder. You put your zip code in and you answer a few basic questions, whether you're a renter or homeowner, and then uh, a range of your, of your uh, income. And the reason why we ask that is because there are certain programs that are available depending on how much you make. So that's important to know. And then what happens is you put this information in and it's going to drop down what's available to you right now. Now, I want you to remember that because we are in a stay in, stay in place order, that some of these programs may not be available right now. The quick home energy checkup, the home performance audit, those are all having someone come into your home. So those are not happening right now. But once we are able to have people in our homes again, I highly recommend these programs because they're gonna help you determine where you have drafts in your home and where you may be able to save extra money. The other thing that's available to you once this is lifted is that we all also have thermal cameras 
in the library system. So thermal cameras give you the opportunity to have an attachment on your phone. And then guess what? You can take pictures. I'm going to show you a picture. You can take pictures around your home and see where energy is being lost in your home. So here is a picture from the thermal camera of my hot water of my under my sink, my pipe under my sink when I'm running hot water. So you can see that the orange is where the hot water is. So you'll be able to use something like this, a tool like this when the library is open again, and you can go around your home to see where you have leaks and where energy may be escaping. So that's a great tool. The other great thing about this website, everything is here. If you're interested in having your, if your utility bills are super high and you want help paying your utility bills, there's information under pay my bill. And there's also information specific to COVID-19. So there are programs available to help you out if you're, if you're, if you're in need of those programs. The other area that I would like to point to is the learn about renewables. Right now, Montgomery County, we are in our fourth solar co-op session. So right now, if you're interested in going solar, putting solar panels on your roof, I would highly encourage you to participate in one of our solar info sessions. And this year is the first year we're actually including EV charging as well. So if you have an electric vehicle and you want to install a charging station in your home, participate in our solar co-op because the cost is going to be significantly less when we do it as a group as when you do it by yourself. And it takes a lot of burden off of you to work with a group. So just check that out. A lot of the information there under learn about renewables has information about geothermal as well and different questions that you may have. On my energy use, if you go to that tab, you can actually see examples of electricity bills. So if you're like, why do I have all of these different surcharges and all of this stuff? I don't know how to read my utility bill. That's available through that. And then the other great news is that we also partner with Technology Department of Technology Services through their Senior Planet Montgomery program. And so Senior Planet Montgomery actually has been doing workshops for us to help you pay your utility bills online and to learn how to read your electricity bill. So you can always go to Senior Planet Montgomery to find out where they're going to be or the beautiful thing about this website, MontgomeryEnergyConnection.org, is that when you go down to events, scroll down to the bottom, all of our events are listed there. So you don't even have to go to another website. That's the beautiful thing about this, this website is that we took information from over 30 websites and we put it all here so that you don't have to go to all those different websites to find this information. A lot of times you may not even know what questions you have about energy. So that's why it's here to help you lower your utility costs and keep money in your pocket. So I hope that these 10 tips were super helpful. Remember, they are recommendations. You do not have to do any of them, but don't be mad when your utility bills are high because we're all at home this summer and you didn't listen to this advice that we gave you for free. So I hope that this helps you out. Derek, do you have any questions? I do, I do. You gave a email address and I did not put it up. Can you give the email address again? Uh course it's energy at montgomerycountymd.gov and that's useful if you're interested in our shower timer or the refrigerator thermometer those are the things that i can mail to you right now um those are the things we have in stock so let me know and 
Yes. And then once we have the ability to see you all in person again, we will hopefully have light bulb exchanges happening throughout the community. And in the meantime, I didn't mention this, but if you have compact fluorescent light bulbs, those curly Q light bulbs, I do not even have one in my house right now. But if you have any of those, those contain mercury. So when they burn out, I want to remind you not to throw them in the trash or your recycle bin. I want you to put them in a plastic baggie, seal that plastic baggie, and then put it somewhere special where it will not get smashed. And then when this is all over and we have a light bulb exchange, bring them to me and I will take them and swap them out for LEDs. They're plastic. It fell. That's fine. <laughs> so I will swap them out for LEDs and at no cost to you. So so keep your incandescence, keep your compact fluorescence, and then when this is all over, you'll get to switch to LEDs at no cost. So many thin things, right, Derek? Yeah, that was wonderful. A lot of good information. And thank you. Will you come visit us again uh, after this pandemic? Maybe we could talk about home energy hacks, look at a couple of the videos. Yeah, of course. Fantastic, fantastic. And thank you all for watching today. Uh, thank you, Larissa. You've been outstanding. Uh, a lot of great information. And of course, thank you uh, to our guests and people that might see this video or hear this podcast. We ask, as always, that you do what you can to support this program, support this podcast. Please subscribe to us on Apple or Google or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. And please feel free to follow us on Twitter, like us on Facebook, What's Happening MoCo on Facebook, County Cable MoCo, of course, on Facebook. And as always, I ask the $1,225,000 question, What's Happening MoCo? Hope you have a great weekend. Thanks for listening and please subscribe.